Welcome to Be By Design, a podcast about unlocking the inner code to the person you were designed to be. The code that you can apply to your way of being, your decision making, and your clarity about what you think and how you feel. Each week, we'll discuss a new level of human design and piece by piece uncover the person you were designed to be and the life you were designed to lead. Join me as we lay out the roadmap through life where you get to be your own hero. Buckle up for the ride of a lifetime to discover true understanding of the person you were meant to be. You get to be in control of your runaway Mustang whenever that happens, remembering you've always got the reins. I'm your host, Britia Kabechka. Let's ride. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Be By Design. Hello. Happy week. Um, today, we are talking about the holidays. So if you caught last week's episode, I shared some travel tips, but we are going along with that theme today because I felt like there was so much more that we could dive into, but I needed to break it up. So today we're getting deeper and we are talking about holidays by design, right? Like how you can show up and make the best out of the holidays um, that are coming up tomorrow is actually Thanksgiving, again, depending on when you're listening to this, but um, from when it is released, tomorrow will be Thanksgiving. So with that, with the holidays in general comes a lot of stress, a lot of anxiety for some people, a lot of feeling pulled different directions, a lot of energy sucking from family, friends, kids, um, feeling like we have to do all the things. Like, so I want to talk to you about how we can go into the holidays and how we can show up um, being our most authentic self, but also getting the most out of the holiday season as well. Um, kind of tapping back into what it's all about, right? So if you already know your human design type, let me know what that is. You can leave comments, of course, on the podcast or um, head over to my Instagram at Bertia K or follow, join our Facebook group at Be By Design with Bertia. Any of it, send me an email at heybertia at gmail.com. Let me know what your human design type is. You can also go to the show notes and get your free design chart if you have not done that already. Um, And you can either go back and listen to some podcasts about what they are or head over to my YouTube channel where you can find the same information. So Thanksgiving is tomorrow. And then it actually falls on the 25th of November. So Christmas is exactly one month later. This time of the year, like I said, can just be super stressful. And we tend to fall back into our not self themes. And our not self theme is really just what happens when we fall out of alignment. So we're going to talk about Thanksgiving first. Both of the holidays are very similar in the celebration style and getting together with family, at least here, you know, in America, is that day of of really giving thanks. 
um, it's giving thanks for the blessings of our harvest and the past year. And it's also giving thanks and celebrating the birth of our savior, Jesus, Jesus Christ. So the two holidays really do have a lot in common. And the concept behind Thanksgiving is similar to other celebrations, right, around the world. And there are many ways that cultures come together to show thanks during the fall season. And the Chinese celebrate an August moon festival, also known as Woman Festival. The Romans celebrate Seralia in honor of Ceres, the goddess of corn. The Koreans celebrate Chusak which goes on for three whole days and the Vietnamese celebrate Tet Trung Thu, the Indians Pongal, the Jewish Sukkah, the Africans Kwanzaa. And I could have butchered all of those names, but regardless, right, of the date, the rituals and the customs and these harvest celebrations are really all about food, family, and friends. And that's kind of what goes on during Christmas as well. We get these rituals, we get these customs, and we get these celebrations, right? We celebrate Christmas the same way. Um, and it's really about gratitude for the people in our lives. And the abundance in our lives is a feeling that we really get to share with each other in order to grow closer to and appreciate our family. Oftentimes, I feel like this gets overridden, overrode, overridden by either Black Friday here in America is like has turned into shopping day on Thanksgiving or the presents override this whole idea during Christmas. And often these families get to reunite kind of physically during this holiday, during both of these holidays. And they share these traditions, they share these feelings rather in a ritual of eating foods and taking time away from their hectic schedule. And we just get to kind of come together. And in my family, Thanksgiving has always been really big and Christmas has always been really big. Um, and getting together with family, just kind of being in each other's presence is really important. So in that, you get to kind of incorporate whatever family or religious traditions, you know, as, as, as what's being handed down, right? How we're showing up. And so for those of us who are in our human design experiment, because that's what human design is, it's all an experiment, Participating in these holidays or being a part of these holidays can become a real test of our commitment to ourselves. And in order to resist the very strong conditioning patterns that set in motion since childhood, right, around our families and loved ones, we need to really cultivate this awareness. Okay. You're like, well, what do we need to be aware of? Well, without knowing your design and how it works, it can be really hard to become awake, I guess. I don't even know using that word, that term lately. It's harder to become awake to the forces around you and within you. It's harder to become aware of the conditioning from your past and who you are currently and today. So we all have our particular strategy and authority, right? And if we follow them in front of the people that are the closest to us, especially those who have established authority over us as children, okay, our parents, they often feel that they have the authority to kind of question our behaviors. Um, not even just our parents, but, and I don't particularly have this issue, but I understand that it can be an issue for other people. So 
Um, if you have, let's say, grown or changed or evolved into becoming more of your true design, you've been living by your design, or you want to start living by your design, maybe this is still all new to you and you're experimenting with it. But once you start owning that, when you go into situations like this, um, you're going to have more confidence and you're going to have more owning who you are. So when we go into these situations, they, those people in your life may feel like they have an authority to question your behavior. Okay. Sometimes they'll demand explanations for your decisions and consciously or unconsciously put pressure on you to be more like them or to be more like the person they once knew. We'll put it that way. Okay. So there's many ways that we can fall back into our not self strategies of our mind. And it's way of, it's a way of protecting the openness in our chart. Thankfully, if we've had the opportunity to learn about our human design, okay, if you've been listening to the podcast, or if you, if you want to get a reading or a mapping from me that you can learn deeper, you can learn deeper, you can look deeper into your chart, okay? Um, if you do something like that, when you go into these situations, okay, you get to recognize the sign, the signposts of your open center sensitivity. You can go back to the podcast about open centers and look at your design and know what may be coming at you, right? Also, again, we could do that in a reading or a mapping that you can schedule with me and we would have a personal conversation about it. If we know the design of our relatives and friends, we know what we're going into, we can also witness their patterns of behavior and learn from the experience rather than be further conditioned by it. So I've had the opportunity actually when um, I talked about this a little on the last podcast, but we had a family vacation last summer and I went through all my family's charts. They all let me read it and I was so much fun and I loved it. And I want to do it again because we did it very quickly, but I went through my cousins and my mom and uh, my stepdad and I went through all their charts and my aunt and I was like, oh my gosh. And they were like, oh my gosh, this all makes so much sense. But knowing the charts of the people that you're around, you get to kind of start putting the puzzle pieces together. You know who is emotional authority or who is emotional and who is open emotions and where you're taking on energy from. So it gives you, human design really gives you the possibility of transforming tolerance, okay? As can be the case when families get together for the holidays, we're tolerating, right? And it turns it into a true appreciation of yourself and the others for your, your differences and your uniqueness. And we understand why they are the way they are, okay? So knowing the mechanics of yourself and others gives a grace that brings you the gift of awareness. And it brings you really so much closer to the potential of your uniqueness. And it reduces the resistance to that you experience in your life of like, I can understand why they're acting the way they're acting. And it's not about me. Okay. Again, I'm not saying this about personal experience. I'm saying this about ways that you may experience things. So it is in the actual following of your strategy and authority that you wake up to what you are and who you are. 
And over time, the experience of being a witness to your life instead of trying to control it, you know, we talk about that stepping outside of yourself to see, um, to be a witness rather than trying to control it all can truly help you to kind of break down the hold of your conditioned mind of all the ways that you've been conditioned in your life from family to school to society. You get to break that down and you get to stand back and look at it all. And it releases your attachment to the mind. Um, you know, it, it, it releases your attachment to the resistance that you encounter in, in anger or frustration or bitterness or disappointment or whatever that shows up from your type. Okay. You get to break that down. And over time, this consistent adhesion to following your strategy and authorities, it really allows you to experience more peace, more satisfaction. You get that success and surprise. And that's the signature of your, of your type functioning in the world. You get peace and you get satisfaction, and you get success. And that's what we're really aiming for when we talk about this alignment, is that this stuff comes easy to you. So my wish for myself and you, right, because this is, again, all an experiment, is to simply enjoy the movie. Get to watch with as much awareness as you can. We get to show up in a way that we're there, we're fully there, And if you haven't had the benefit of like knowing your chart and knowing your design, now might be a great time to schedule a reading or a mapping and really check in with your authority and check in with your centers. Because once you get a hold of this and grasp it and like you learn how to live your design, you get to watch the transformation of your perspective and you get to become and the actor in the movie, and then you get to watch your movie. And it's really, it's really a fabulous transformational thing. So um, I will put links to that in the show notes if that's something you want to do before you go into the holiday season. But let's talk a little bit about some of the gates um, and some things that may show up if you have these gates turned on. I'm not going through all the gates because there's a lot of them. But the gate, again, if this is new to you, you have to be looking at your chart. It's going to be the number within the little shape. Um, And if this is lit up for you and or connected to another one, um, that's what will turn your your center on. Um, So I'm going to go through a few of these gates that just kind of stood out for me as far as where we are in the holidays and like some things that may show up for you may or may not show up for you. Um, so just some fun things that I found. So gate five is deeply rhythmic. Okay. This is somebody who, um, people with this energy really need and like routines. Okay. So when you have the five, you like to have a regular routine. It's really vital for you that you maintain this routine in order to feel effective and to feel good. So you may find you need a consistent routine every single day. And that if and when your routine gets interrupted, you really have a hard time getting your day going. So when we look at this during the holidays, it's like, what's a routine? (laughs) You know, like things get thrown all over the place. And as I talked in my last podcast about the travel tips, 
the thing you need right now is some fluidity. <laughs> like these, uh, if you have the gate five, just kind of prepare yourself that your routine may be thrown off and not to say you have to live that way. It's to say, get prepared to kind of recreate a new rhythm or a new routine. Because um, if, and you know, if you're traveling for the holidays, if you're thrown into other families, your routine may not look the same as it does every day. So prepare to uh, prepare yourself of how you're going to handle that and still be in alignment. Gate eight is the gate of contribution. And this is energy to really make a contribution. So you want to kind of be an example or do something that really makes a statement and often in a big way. This is not really, I, I kind of make myself laugh at this because this is not a contributing to a group kind of effort. This is individual energy and it's really going to contribute to the group by example so that the collective could say, hey, look at that. That's the way we're going to do it. So I put these next two gates, gate eight and gate 54. I put this in the Christmas light decoration category. I picture people with a gate eight and with gate 54. Gate 54 is also about, it's a gate of ambition. So it's big ambitions and you like to do things kind of big or in a grand way, perhaps over the top. So I picture gate eight and gate 80 and gate 54s, the ones who like overdo Christmas lights. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with that. I love overdone Christmas lights. Like I try to Griswold up my place and I don't have, I don't think I have either of these, but I try to Griswold up my place as much as possible. But this is where that, some of that energy comes from. Of Like I'm going to do the biggest best tree that I could possibly do. Right. And I'm going to do it big. I'm going to do it over the top and I'm just going to vomit Christmas all over the place. And that's what I picture for those. So if you have either of those and you do Christmas big, or you do something in a big way, um, I would love to see your pictures. Gate 27 is the gate of caring. Okay. And this is a nurturing energy and it's really the need to take care and take care of one another. This is care. This caring is tribal and it's directed towards family or group or team. And it's about providing nourishment and protection to preserve the unit. So this person, this gate 27 is probably the one that's cooking. That's probably the one that's making sure everybody is fed and taken care of and all their needs are met. And I picture my husband's grandma, Mimo, um, this was her, like she would feed you until you popped but making sure everything is taken care of, everyone is taken care of. And it's just that gate of caring and nurturing. Gate 27. So look to those people because they're going to be the ones who are just making sure everyone's fed and taken care of. Gate 29 is the gate of saying yes. And this energy is the drive to say yes. So it may lead to overcommitment. Okay. But the energy also includes the perseverance to push through where others quit. So gate 29 is going to be the overcommitter. This is going to be the one that says yes to the Christmas party, that says yes to taking their kids to this, and that says yes to making all 30 kids in the classroom treats for the holidays. So it may lead to overcommitment. This is the yes person in your life. You may be the yes person if you have gate 29. Um, 
but also know that you do have the energy to push through all the things that you say yes to. When others quit, you're going to be the one who gets it done. So kudos to you, but make sure you are taking rest and taking care of yourself as well. Gate 34 is the gate of power. And this is the busiest, most capable energy in the chart. And this is a design of the multitasker. So like the, uh, like the gate, Ooh, like the gate 29, um, it's, it's definitely going to be the one that has the energy and it's going to be like doing the Christmas party and sewing all the holiday gifts and decorating their house and doing all the things. Okay. And she may be doing them all at the same exact time. This carries an enormous amount of power, but only in response. So when the 34 is not busy, they're totally in agony. Like they are not happy unless they are busy. So the 34 is going to be the one doing all the things all the time. So you know who you are. Gate 37. This is really the gate of friendship and it's the family or tribal side of community. This is the emotional side of being part of the tribe. So there's always this strong underlying desire to be part of a group, family, or community. So the gate 37 are the ones that just feel warm and cozy, cozy with everyone being in the same room together. And you're just happy being together. You're just happy. Um, and, and you could cry just sitting in the room drinking hot chocolate with all your family. So those are the, the ones who really just, it's that gate of friendship and being together. And maybe you have the friends giving, uh, you know, maybe you have like the friend parties. You're the one that is hosting things to keep people together and be a part of the group. Gate 40 is a gate of aloneness energy. And this is also part of the channel of community. Yet this is the lonely side of it. Okay, this is the energy of being separate from the group or the family. And this is kind of that aloneness where, you know, sometimes we don't get to be with our family for Christmas, what, no matter what it may be. Um, right now, there's so many travel restrictions. There's so much going on with the vax and with masks and just with traveling in general, the cost of living, the cost of gasoline, the cost of everything. So pay attention to if you have this channel, um, if you are feeling this loneliness to, um, that it's okay to kind of feel separate from the group or family, but also don't let yourself get too deep in a hole of depression or something like that. Gate 58 is the joy of life. And this is what, this is what the holidays are about. This gate 58, it's the gate of aliveness. And it's the energy for zest or joy in life. So if you have a gate 58, you're going to bring the smiles and you're going to bring the laughter and you're really going to bring the energy and zest of joy wherever you go. And it's really this insatiable desire to make it better and to challenge the norm and find better ways to do things. So you're going to show up to the Christmas party and and just bring the love and the light. And you're also going to bring some really amazing gifts, maybe, or some ideas of how you can make the next Christmas party the best Christmas party, right? So people with this gate, they just always have a smile on their face and they live their strategy uh, if they're living their strategy. And these people really kind of intuitively understand the nature of joy and don't tend to take things too seriously. They may be the jokester in the family, um, 
However, if they're not living their strategy, this gate 58 can, can really take a big beating and joy of life. And this is a dual system. So this is joy or not. And so people with a 58 can be some really bitter people on the planet. Um, but that bitterness, that bitterness comes from understanding the potential for joy and not being able to experience it. So this joy can really be restored by living strategy and waiting for the right timing for correction. Um, the ultimate beauty of this energy right here is that it stems from the energy of mastery and correction. So all the critical energy that we've been talking about is just to help people discover this joy. And it's really so simple. So that's what we're here. That's what the holidays are about, about gathering all of these, um, all of these gates are about gathering and about being together and about sharing joy and sharing love and taking care of one another. And so I feel like these um, people with these gates can, can kind of lean into that. So I want to know if you have any of these holiday gates, I'm calling them, um, and, and see how that is going to show up for you this holiday season. And um, I think... I have some more tips. I, I know last time I talked about the travel tips, but I also want to talk a little bit about holiday shopping and, and getting yourself prepared. So this is kind of a multi-segmented um, episode today, but I want to talk about getting prepared and how this may show up in your design as well. So we talked a little bit about this last time. It's like planning ahead. Okay, if you have an open root center, the one at the very bottom, the brown square at the bottom, those with an open root are not necessarily designed to operate under pressure, okay? So planning ahead, you can avoid the overwhelm and the stress that comes from holiday shopping altogether. So if you have an open root, this is the time to start shopping, okay? Get it all done get it all wrapped, put it under your tree, get it shipped out wherever it needs to go. But don't wait till the last minute because your root center can't handle that pressure and it can't handle that stress. Budget, okay? Budget is always a hard thing for most people. For most people. I'm not going to say all people. It's a hard thing for most people. So start ahead of time with how much you want to spend, okay? If you have gate 21 in your chart, this is part of the ego. You might already be a natural budgeter, okay? Um, sometimes people with this profile, with that ego center, um, are generally generally pretty resourceful when it comes to material as well as monetary things. For those of you that struggle with it, do price checks and do um, Black Friday shopping. Um, can save you tons of money. Look for the sales, okay? Um, so, and, and sometimes like Target and Walmart, they'll do like the price check things where if you find it cheaper somewhere else, they'll give you the lower price. I don't know. Getting crafty, okay? There's a lot of um, channels within human design that have creativity within them. If you have the gate one defined in your chart, this is in the G center, you're probably called probably already constantly making your gifts and you're deep in the DIY world. Okay. Those are the gate one have this knack for creating new from old and often do this as a form of self-expression. 
And so this really gets their creative juices flowing and motivates them to be constantly crafting. So all my crafters out there, all my DIYers, I love you so much. Making your own gifts in the holiday season. I've done this before too. Um, it's a great way to practice sustainability while creating something really meaningful. And if you're feeling uninspired or unsure what to make, Pinterest. One word, Pinterest. <laughs> you can just literally put in Pinterest DIY gifts and you have more than enough inspiration for all craft levels. And really, this is great for people with a smaller budget of like, I can turn a toilet paper roll into a beautiful angel. I mean, that's probably a thing. Okay. So DIY, if your budget is low, or if you want to just lean into your creativity channels, your creativity gates, if you have the gate one and show me what you make, tag me in that. Uh, watch your emotions. Okay. The solar plexus, we've talked about this before. It's that lower right triangle in your chart. And this really takes over our emotional stability. Okay. We've talked about it before without getting into the whole defined undefined, <coughs> go back and listen to that episode, but be aware of your emotions. Okay. Everything is so heightened right now. I feel like our solar plexus is constantly being poked and prodded at. Okay. Like I talked about this in the travel one too, but it's, it's so true right now. We have the Karens, right. And, and traveling and shopping. And you hear about people fighting on black Friday sales. Like that was my doll. And like people trampling other people in fist fights over a freaking toy. So check your freaking emotions, leave them at the door. Don't go in being a B word. Like if you have, if you're in a bad mood, go get yourself a, a Starbucks, take a breath before you go shopping. Okay. If you have a defined solar plexus, make sure you're in a good emotional state when you approach shopping. And if your solar plexus is undefined, be aware of the heightened emotions you might be taking on from those around you. Because when Karen's come in, you're going to feel all of it. And then you're going to be ready to fight, you know. <laughs> defined or undefined, if you're not feeling emotionally well, just wait a couple of hours or days. If you are heightened, just shop online, okay? Don't even take yourself out into public and make yourself susceptible to that. Make sure you're feeling good and not at the peak of some emotional wave, okay? Um, of your own or someone in your environment even. But again, you can go back and listen to that one. If you have listened to our solar plexus emotions uh, episode. Also pay attention to your environment. So we're paying attention to our mood. We're paying attention to the things that are going on around us. And there's so many aspects within human design that can indicate how we are being influenced by our environment. And just having awareness of this can be helpful. Okay. So talking about our open centers, um, undefined centers. So having an undefined spleen, which is the energy center represented in that left triangle, the left lower triangle of your human design chart. And this, this can magnify anxious energy of people around you. If this is, if your spleen is open, you're going to feel anxious energy. You can of the people around you. Okay. 
And you maybe have gone into a store with a plan to buy one thing and then you end up leaving with six completely influenced by the energy of people around you because you feel like maybe you haven't done enough or your fear kicks in and you're like, oh my God, I don't have enough for so-and-so or I haven't even bought this for them. And then you end up with this anxious energy, okay? So if if someone with a defined spleen is feeling mildly anxious in your immediate area, Pay attention to that. Even if you're shopping online at home, like you're going to take on some of that energy. Or maybe you have an undefined G-Center and you find yourself lost in a store, okay? If your G-Center is open, create a list of not just what you're looking to purchase, but also from and for who. So creating a system will help you really stay focused. Having a plan, budgeting, DIY, Being aware of your emotions and your environment are all tips that are going to help you get through these holidays, okay? Um, Defined, undefined, no matter what it is, if we can do all of these things and really just know who we are, we get to show up as that, as our best self. And that's really what it's about. That's all our family wants from us is us showing up genuine, us showing up not with a bunch of baggage, like emotional baggage or splenic baggage or, you know, whatever it might be. They just want you. They want you there open and honest and authentically you. And that's the thing that we get to bring to the holidays. So if you take anything from this episode today, the holidays by design, it's to start playing more with your chart. It's to look into it maybe schedule yourself a mapping or a reading with me that we can get some more deeper information when you go into the holidays of how you can handle the stresses that the holidays are bringing, um, how you can budget, like what channels are showing up for you budget-wise, what channels show up for you stress-wise, how you can manage that on your own to get through this craziest next two months of the year. Uh, I hope this finds you well. Happy Thanksgiving tomorrow. Um, I hope you do enjoy it. I hope you stuff your belly full of pumpkin pie and turkey and dressing and all the things, all the things. Um, And then you put your stretchy pants on and roll out the door. I will see you next week on Be By Design. And again, I want to see you guys. So tag me, uh, follow me on Instagram. Let me know that you're listening and watching um take a screenshot and share it with your friends let them know that you are listening and hopefully enjoying this uh if you're still listening by now you hopefully are enjoying it um let them know that you found this podcast and you are starting to live by your design so have a great day i am grateful for you you are a blessing in my life that you are here and listening today so have a happy thanksgiving give all your family and friends hugs and kiss the animals, all the fun things. And we'll see you next week on Be By Design.